Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, it's episode 561 of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is the mailbag episode. This happens on Fridays now, and I record it live over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. If you haven't already gone there and clicked the subscribe button, please consider doing so. It really does help out. And there's, of course, if you're watching this over on my YouTube channel, click the like button as well and uh, turn on notifications so that you get notified each and every time I post something new. But this is Switchcraft, and uh, on Fridays, we do the mailbag episode where I've spent the week or sometimes multiple weeks asking questions, and you guys send in your answers, and we talk about it. And uh, that's exactly what we're going to do today. If you didn't know, Switchcraft is brought to you live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can tune in on Monday and Wednesday on my Twitch channel and on Fridays, my YouTube channel. Uh, The Twitch channel, by the way, is twitch.tv slash run jump stomp though if you're listening to this you probably already know that so let's let's get started with the show today actually let's not get started with the show today let's take uh 30 seconds and remind everybody get out your stopwatch and hit start right now i want to remind everybody that the podcast awards the uh the the window for nomination is coming to a close that closes next week so again podcastawards.com nominate either nintendo switchcraft or 143 pixels as your favorite gaming podcast all right moving on hopefully i got that in under 30 seconds i didn't actually start a stopwatch so i have no way of knowing let's get started with the mailbag the first question that i asked in this in this week's mailbag was what did you think of the Nintendo Direct Mini, and are any of the announcements that caught your eye? So I think that overall, most people found the Nintendo Direct Mini to be fairly disappointing, and I I don't I don't feel like I felt I didn't feel like it was disappointing myself because I I felt like Nintendo did a good job telling us exactly what we should expect with this Direct. I mean, they said it about three times in their initial tweet. They called it a Nintendo Direct Mini Partner thing. I can't remember exactly what they called it. Uh, but they were they were very focused on saying, look, this is not first-party stuff. This is stuff that uh, our partners are doing. And they wanted to make sure that, uh, that they get to showcase what third-party stuff, smaller stuff, is coming to Nintendo Switch. Now, I'm still a little confused as to what makes this different than an indie direct and you know it may have something to do with the developers who are actually um you know working with Nintendo on this you know we had that um that, that Shin Megami Tensei stuff we had that uh Cadence of Hyrule so maybe maybe that stuff doesn't qualify for indie because of its status I'm really not sure I also just want to remind everybody that 
they said that this is the first of many. So, or first in a series, I believe, is the actual term that they use. So it's the first in a series of Nintendo Direct Minis where they talk about uh, their partners' programs or their partners' games that are coming to the platform. And I think that that's very interesting. Um, but most people disagreed with me. In fact, uh, I gave four options for people to um, uh, to choose from, to vote on. And I said, good, great, okay, or bad. And a vast majority of the people who voted in this um, poll said it was either bad or it was just okay. In fact, only 17% of people uh, thought it was good or great. And only 3% of people said that it was great. So um, most people said it was okay, and a, a big chunk of people said it was just downright bad. Now, let's see what exactly people had to say. Otter Scotch, who is a longtime listener, and uh, every time I say the name Otter Scotch, my wife chuckles because she thinks it's a hilarious name, and she is correct. Uh, but Otter Scotch says, nothing for me. But I like that they give time to partners that are likely suffering without the convention exposure. I wish it had been longer. I feel like a drip feed, it felt like a drip feed after how little info we've been getting from anywhere. But the world is too crazy right now to expect a normal timetable. And I have to say that this is something that is very, very important for people to think about. And honestly, I, I don't know that I thought about it before I read Otter Scotch's um, tweet. All right. They said, uh, where was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, these, a lot of these gaming um, uh a lot of these companies, these publishers or developers who are making these games, they are not getting the exposure that they normally get at E3. You know, they get a booth at E3. There's a lot of press going to E3 because that's actually what it's supposed to be for. And as they're walking through, they stop and they, oh, look at this. There's this cool game. Let's check it out. Let's walk up and uh, and give it a shot. And I, I like that. However, I don't know, like... The first time that Crypt of the Necrodancers, uh, you know, the first time that Crypt of the Necrodancer came out, I can see that being something that needed exposure at E3. Once it got highlighted by Nintendo for Cadence of Hyrule, then I don't know that that really needs the exposure. And then the the next game that they showed off was uh, from 2K Games, that the wrestling game. So I mean, that's a huge publisher. That's certainly not an indie game, and, and I think that it's getting... Like, that's 2K Games. They're not having any trouble with exposure either. And then they showed off the Shin Megami Tensei stuff. That stuff doesn't really need extra exposure either. Ever, like, for me, I've, I have no experience with Shin Megami Tensei, but a lot of people do. Uh, a, a huge number of people do. So I don't know that that one really needs exposure. The only one that really needs the exposure is Rogue Company. Uh, and, I, I mean, other people knew about it, but I had never heard of Rogue Company. And I, I actually got to play it. Um, Crazy Legs sent me, he's a listener, he sent me a copy of the game, and I played it. It's actually pretty good. I'm looking forward to playing more of it. I don't. I, it runs pretty good on the Nintendo Switch. doesn't look very good, but overall, I was impressed with that game. That game by itself is, for me, probably the only one that would be suffering for exposure by not having E3. However, 
Remember that Nintendo said that this is a series of uh, events, a series of Nintendo Direct minis, or maybe they should have used the word micro instead. Um, so because of that, I think that we'll get more. And yes, Otterscotch's uh, comment will hold up in the future when we get to hear about more of these partners who are not getting the exposure that their games uh, need and probably deserve. All right, uh, let's see what Webhead had to say. He said, I will follow by... Oh, no, he said there was nothing interesting to me. And then he said, I will follow by saying a while back, I saw, I first saw Rogue Company and said to myself, I'll pick that up. However, I just got Overwatch, so there's no reason for another online shooter right now. Uh, Splatoon and Overwatch is enough, and I've got Smash, so no reason to pick up the wrestling game either. And while I understand that, I think that there's a lot of people out there who have played tons of Overwatch and have played tons of Splatoon and have played tons of um, Smash Brothers, and they're looking for the same kind of game, but with a different twist on it. And that's where games like Rogue Company and the WWE uh, 2K Battlegrounds comes in. So I think that those are going to be a good substitute for somebody who didn't just pick up Overwatch. But I get what you're saying. Um, Anna Foster replied, uh, Atlier Ryza 2. I'm so excited. So what I have to say about that is, first off, I don't know anything about that that um, Atlier Ryza 2. Like, I'd never heard of that. And if you're hearing me say that and you're like, wait a second. I watched the Nintendo Direct Mini, and I didn't hear anything about this uh, Atelier... I don't know how to say it right. Atelier Ryza 2. Like, why why is she referring to that? And that's exactly what I thought. But it turns out there was a second Nintendo Direct Mini that came out only in Japan, and it was 12 minutes versus the one that came out in the West being 8 minutes. And that one had extra games. And um, most likely those games will also come to the West. They probably just didn't, ha- didn't have the trailers done in English yet, and so they didn't put them on the, uh, on the English version of the, of the thing, of the direct. I couldn't think of the word for some reason. Uh, but anyway, I know that there's a lot of people who are probably excited for Atelier Ryza 2. I am not one of them because I've never played one, uh, but that doesn't mean that I won't enjoy it. I did watch a little bit of video from it. It looks interesting. I dig the art style, but it like nothing really jumped out at me. Uh, for me, the 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 big takeaway was the Cadence of Hyrule DLC. I think that that's huge, and I'm very very much looking forward to it. Um, so now that we know that we're getting more Nintendo Direct minis. Uh, because Nintendo did specifically say that this is the first in a series of. Um, when do we expect the next one? How long do we think that Nintendo should wait before they talk about the next one? I think that we're going to be hearing about these for the rest of the year. And what I think Nintendo ought to do is they ought to do one a month. Every single month, do a Nintendo Direct Mini that is focusing on their partners and those games that are coming to the Nintendo Switch, especially if Nintendo has very little uh, first-party stuff. Focus on that third-party stuff. Make sure that everybody knows about it. I think that's the way to go. What do you guys think? It's Bart versus the Space Mutants for your NES. Only Bart Simpson can save the Earth. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. 
After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My next question that I asked earlier on this week, I said, what is your least favorite game? in the major franchises and why and then i gave an example i said for me my least favorite zelda is zelda 2 um it it became an rpg not that i dislike rpgs but when i was a kid and i was playing it i didn't really understand that it was an rpg um in fact i think it was the first rpg that i ever played and uh, so I, I didn't understand that you had to grind in order to get better at that game. And so it was really difficult, and I just never got very far in it. Um, that being said, I do like that game. I just like it less than all of the other Zelda games. Uh, another example would be the first Final Fantasy, which is another game that I do like. But of all of the Final Fantasy games that I've played, it's my least favorite. Um I really do like the Final Fantasy series, but Final Fantasy 1, I just really did not, it didn't really grab me. Now, it's important for me to point out that I didn't play the first Final Fantasy back when it first came out, like way back in the day. I played it much later. I played it when I was an adult. And so going back and playing it, I don't think is really giving it a fair shake. But those are my reasons for choosing Zelda 2 and Final Fantasy 1. Let's see what other people had to say about this. Anna Foster replied, she said, uh, Zelda Phantom Hourglass, that's her her, her least favorite Zelda game. Uh, For Mario, New Super Mario Brothers. For Metroid, Prime 2 Echoes. For Kirby, Canvas Curse. I don't like any of the Kirby games. Um, For Final Fantasy, she didn't like uh, number 7, which to me, I'm like, oh, blasphemy oh but you know for me (laughs) final fantasy 7 is the first time that i played a final fantasy game so i like that game like has real nostalgia for me i loved that game that was the first time that i had ever played final fantasy game and so that's the one i love probably the most um she went on to say in uh, for Mega Man, Mega Man X7 is her least favorite. Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, Animal Crossing, City Folk, and Paper Mario Sticker Star. And she says, why? These are contrite games that attempted something new that either failed miserably or were a slog to get through. I can, I can appreciate that. Um, the nerd JB says Zelda two is okay, but it changed the, per- the perspective to 2d, which was a bit odd for me. So I have to agree. Uh, Dexter says mass effect Andromeda. It just felt too slapped together. Uh, and you know, I never played that one. I was looking forward to it, but then I, ne- I just never got around to it. And I've heard 
bad things about it. I will say this, that I watched some somebody stream it. I think I watched Bog Otter stream it. If you haven't watched uh, Bog Otter on Twitch, he's awesome. Twitch.tv slash Bog Otter. But he was streaming Mass Effect Andromeda, and man, the graphics, they had some serious problems. I don't know if they ever fixed those. Uh, let's see. Uh, Simon says, Final Fantasy fifteen. Maybe I'm too critical, but the pacing was awful. It also feels like it started out as an original tech demo for Final Fantasy VII Remake that ended up having to change course. I will say this. The combat system in Final Fantasy XV feels like a half step towards the, the combat system in Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I personally think is a great combat system. I did not like the combat system in XV nearly as much as VII Remake. Uh, James Kaler said, I know a lot of people love it, but I never cared for Wind Waker. James, I'm sorry. Uh, That game's awesome. Uh, But that's okay. We don't have to agree on everything. Dave Bellringer uh, said, Mario Odyssey is comfortably my least favorite 3D Mario game. I hate the open world compared to uh, curated start-to-finish levels, and the amount of moons to collect makes the game feel super boring to me compared to most of the others. It's Sunshine's Blue Coins turned up to 11. Um, Let's see, I'll do one more. Uh, Richard Mortlock says, for me, it's Halo 5. I loved all the other Halos, but this one was terrible. The weak story, annoying enemies, and no split-screen co-op made it a chore to get to the end of the game. And they had a reply... From eSolo, they said, yeah, Halo 5 was supposed to be the next coming, but it just wasn't. Xbox lost a lot of ground on that one. I bought my Xbox One on the promise of Gears and Halo, but I'm grateful for Overwatch as it become as it became my game this generation, for better or for worse. Uh, so, And that's another reason why you want to reply to these mailbag things is because then other people can get in on the conversation too. These are conversation starters, and I always look forward to seeing what everybody thinks about them. If you don't already follow me on Twitch, that's or Twitch, on Twitter, that's how I uh, do these shows. I tweet these things out throughout the week, and then you guys reply. And I am at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. Words can't describe the endless challenge of Super Mario World, so we let the players do the talking. Super Mario World is here. It's one of the new generation of Nintendo games. It comes only with Super Nintendo, and it's like nothing you've ever faced. Now you're playing with power. Superpower. Okay, let's take a look at the next one, which is uh, which hard-to-find retro game would you want to get your hands on if they made physical reproductions or re-release on the original hardware? Uh, So basically... You have an NES, and you want to complete your collection of NES games. Which games are you looking for the most? Uh, Joe Barrett replied, they said DuckTales 2 on NES. It's the first game. uh, The first game is one of my favorite games of all times, and I've always wanted to pick up the second game, but the asking price is just too much. I will say this. One of my all-time favorite video game songs is the moon theme from DuckTales. If I can... If I, I'm I'm 99% sure that Noteblock did a version of that song, and if I can find it, I will put it in at the end of the show because Noteblock gave me permission to use their music. Um, 
That song is fantastic. The moon theme from DuckTales. And if I don't put it in at the end of the show, uh, then go look for it uh, because it's just so amazing. What a fantastic song. Uh, Lloyd Hannison replied, Snow Bros for the NES. There's no way I'm paying $300 plus for it, but I love that game. And I'm sad that I didn't hang on to my copy. You know, I have to say, there's a lot of games like when i was a kid we could not afford to own multiple consoles so when i wanted to get a new console i had to trade in my old console and all my games when i wanted to buy a new game i needed to trade in the games that i had finished or rent it at the you know at the place down the street so I have so, like, if you look on the shelf behind me, if you're watching my YouTube channel, you can see the shelf behind me. But um, if you are just listening to it, just know that there's a, a pile of retro goodness on the shelf behind me. And all of that stuff, with the exception of my uh, of the Nintendo Entertainment System, I bought off eBay to put on the shelf behind me because I thought it would look cool. And I like collecting retro hardware not such a big fan of collecting retro software that being said it i just loved some of these old games and i do wish that i still had my original copies like i had a copy on atari 2600 of et i had a copy of yars revenge i had a copy of um uh, indiana jones and uh raiders of the lost ark you know, I had these games on Atari 2600, but, you know, I ended up having to sell them in order to buy the newer stuff. And so now I have those copies again, but they aren't my copies. They're not the copies that I grew up with. So I totally get what Lloyd is saying here. Um, not having your version of a thing is kind of sad, especially when the only way to get these rare versions is to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars. There's nothing on the shelf behind me um, that I have bought off eBay that I had to sp- spend hundreds on. It was somebody clearly was uh, charging way too little for what they had, and I was able to get it, like the Virtual Boy or the Power Glove or things like that. Anyway, let's move on. Joe Walker replied. Uh, they said Burning Rangers for, for Sega Saturn. I will say this. I have behind me every Nintendo system that has been made, um, for the most part, all of the home systems, all the way back to the TV Color 6. Um, what I don't have is all of those Sega systems that I had when I was a kid. So I had the Sega Genesis, and I have a Sega Genesis behind me. But I also had a Sega CD, and a Saturn, and a Dreamcast, and I don't have any of those. None of those are behind me, and those are things that I, I need to find. I need to get those so I can put them on the shelf because they look cool. So every once in a while, I do go into those uh, those retro stores and uh, see if they have any of that stuff. Even if it's broken, I buy it for putting on the shelf behind me. Although, luckily for me, all of the stuff behind me works. Even the TurboGrafx-16 that was sent in by a community member, which was super awesome of them. All right. Uh, Michael Mooney says Ferrari F355 Challenge, which is an old arcade game, and he sent in a picture of it, and the picture looks awesome. Like it, I've never seen this, but it looks like a game where you had three screens uh, so that you could like look off to your left and to your right as you were racing, and it's you know it's got a stick shift and all that stuff. Yeah, that would be amazing if they would re uh, make those. In fact, God, I wish arcades 
still had video games in them. These days, arcades are just ticket. Like you go in and you 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 pay quarters to get tickets, so you can trade the tickets for nonsense that you could have just bought for a lot cheaper. Um, arcades used to be awesome, and they're not anymore, and that makes me sad. Uh, so thanks for making me sad, Michael Mooney. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Pat Duddy says the Fire Emblem games for GameCube and Wii. Those are so hard to find and expensive now. It would be nice to have a re-release at the normal pricing. Um, now, here's my question to you, Pat Duddy. Would you prefer to have a re-release of the GameCube version or the Wii version, or would you prefer to have a re-release on the Switch? So that's going to be a question for next week that I will uh, tweet out after I finish this segment. Um, one last um, uh, one last response from somebody. M.E. Bennett uh, replied, they said, define where we draw the line. If, say, PS2 and back, I'd like to get my hands on Xenosaga. I have the second. I'd like to get the first and the third. If earlier, Chrono Trigger and Mega Man X3. Uh, so thank you very much, uh, Mr. Bennett, for the uh, reply. Uh, and thank you to everybody else who replied. I think that these are really good, um, really good calls. And yeah, I wish that uh, I wish you could get reproductions of these old games because some of these old games deserve to be played. You've been back to the future of the movies. Now go there on your NES. I don't know if you are aware or not, but producers are awesome. These are the people who've gone to patreon.com slash run jump stomp and they support independent gaming news uh, just by uh, becoming a member of the Patreon. And if you are a producer, if you pledge at the producer tier or higher, then I shout you out at the end of the show each and every episode. So big thank you to Orange Thunder, Paul Bramblett, Abigail 13, Eric Smith, Jordan Forbes, Matt Hadfield, Bowser, uh, Travis McGuire, Trucker Paul, Brian Reese, Josephine, and Bustler. Thank you to each and every producer as well as all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. You guys are amazing. I really do appreciate it. If you haven't become part of our ever growing community, join us over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. We've had lots of people join up. We're, we're almost at 1500 people. Uh, constantly conversations are happening in there about video games, about movies, about TV, about books, about music, about just about anything that you could possibly be interested in. And even sports, there's a sports ball channel. Um, you can join us at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. All right. The music that you are about to hear is maybe it might be that that DuckTales song by Noteblock. But if it's not, then you're about to hear Craneria Star Fox remix by Noteblock. So make sure that if you haven't checked them out, that you do. I'm out of here. Stay awesome. And I'll see you next time, everybody. Bye bye. 